Blog Talk Radio. It's that time, America. Your very own nationally award-winning family radio talk show. Let's Talk America with host Shayla Thornton is set to air now. We feature the trending news stories, the timely interviews you want to hear, and the hottest music in the industry. This show truly is news talk for everyone. Let others know right now that you're tuned in to quality news talk that matters. You're listening to Let's Talk America with host Shayna Thornton. The broadcast begins now, now, now. Well, good Tuesday evening to you, and welcome to the national award-winning news talk program, Let's Talk America, with host Shana Thornton. And of course, I'm Shana, and I'm excited that you've opted to join us for this episode of a family show geared for every single member of your household. Now, welcome to a new week and a brand new broadcast for us. I trust you're having a phenomenal week thus far. Can you believe it? We are practically approaching the end of June 2017, and we're broadcasting here on a very special edition of Let's Talk America Radio. Now stay with us for the upcoming months for more original programming and balanced news talk just for you. We have some unique and engaging content aimed to keep you informed in a very timely manner. After all, you're super busy. Now, please remember that we offer quality and professional news talk in a very congested industry. I don't need to tell you that, but there are many media outlets vying for your attention. Now, if this is your very first time tuning in to Let's Talk America Radio, we certainly welcome you with open arms, and we surely hope and expect that you'll return for future episodes. Remember that you can listen to this episode again or segments of this episode or any previously aired episodes at your convenience. Simply visit www.ltaradio.com. Again, please visit ltaradio.com. Paso episodes make it quite easy for you to stay informed. Well, Let's Talk America Radio is a national award-winning family program offering informative news talk to every single member of your household. Regardless of generation, if it's your daughter that lives with you or even your grandkids, we have information aimed for them as well. Now, we've had the amazing opportunity to be on air for the last four years. And there we have presented the exclusive interviews on so many diverse topics with the leading experts and celebrity guests available. And we will continue to cover issues related to health, law, politics, education, business, finance, music, pop culture, and so much more. Right now, I would kindly ask that you please use the hashtag LTA Radio. LTA Radio, all caps on lowercase. Please use that hashtag on your favorite social media outlet so others know that you are tuned in. So if you're on Snapchat, Twitter, or the famous Facebook, use hashtag LTA Radio. Others will know that you're tuned in live or you're listening to the replay podcast, and that way we can also find you, okay? We often go looking for that hashtag, and we do follow back. Well, our featured conversations aim to impress and inform, and tonight is no exception. Let's get ready to get informed with the trending issues. Now, I mentioned that tonight's episode was a very special edition, and it is. 
We are so excited to present an exclusive interview with the one and only television talk show host and psychologist, Dr. Phil. That's right, the one and only Dr. Phil. Now, you know him best for his professional advice for others, but tonight we turn the spotlight on him. We talk about his own personal journey with type 2 diabetes. And Dr. Phil will be joined by board-certified family physician, Dr. Pamela R. Kushner. You want to hear this special exclusive. Also, did you know that some cancer survivors turn to plastic surgery for their own recovery process? Well, tonight, the one and only Dr. Benjamin Strong, a medical expert who is dual board certified in head and neck surgery and facial plastic and reconstructive surgery, joins us to discuss the role plastic surgery can play in this very important recovery process. Stay tuned in. Now, this segment is very timely for someone listening in now. Also, the weather is beautiful throughout the U.S. right now, and that means it's time to get our hands dirty and get to digging. So many Americans are working in their yards, and with a new age of young rowers and seasoned veteran gardeners working outside, trends including organic and garden-to-table edibles are more easier with new tool innovations. We are excited to welcome back television host Joe Pullapool to share some gardening tips tonight. Now, as you can see, we have a very timely lineup. And we continue to offer diverse and versatile content for every single member of your household. Do stay with us because our signature in the news is up next. And this is where we highlight the top trending news of the day. And it has been one very busy day. Now, of course, we love trending news. We love highlighting important talk and also phenomenal music. And tonight I'm so excited to present the music of the one and only Memphis, Tennessee-based jazz gospel vocalist, Michelle Johnson. We have one full show for you, jam-packed, and it's not very long. So right now, I will ask that you please message your inbox all of your family, friends, colleagues, hey, even the guy next door, and let them know that Let's Talk America Radio is broadcasting now, and we're delivering balanced news talk just for you. Stay with us. You're listening to Let's Talk America Radio. We offer news, talk, and music. Read with us. Avant-Garde Books is a new, independent, online bookseller that offers a wide variety of literature for readers of all ages. We sell new and used books for great prices. Tired of huge shipping costs? Customers save money with us because shipping is absolutely free no matter where you are in the world. And with our customer rewards program, you can earn free books throughout the year. Ready to read? Go to A-B-A-N-T. G-A-R-D-E books.net to save you time and money. Again, that's A-B-A-N-T G-A-R-D-E books.net. Read, be enlightened, be transformed with avantgardebooks.net. Hi, this is Shirley, and we just love listening to Let's Talk America with host Shana Thorpe. Hi, my name is Kavarga, and I listen to Let's Talk America. Hi, my name is Nicole Dodd, and I'm tuning in every Tuesday at 7.30 to Let's Talk America with host Shana Thorpe. This is Audrey, and I'm listening to Let's Talk America with Shana Thorpe. This is such an awesome show. If you're not connected, you really need to be. 
Welcome back, everyone. Of course, with each episode, we always have to acknowledge and thank our national advertisers and partners. Thank you for all of your support. It truly is priceless. Now, if you're with an organization and you are thinking of innovative ways to collaborate with an award-winning popular radio talk show, do reach out to a member of our team here at Let's Talk America Radio. You can simply shoot us a quick email at admin at ltaradio.com. Again, simply send us an email at A-D-M-I-N at LTARadio.com. That's admin at LTARadio.com. We look forward to hearing from you soon. Also, now, we always have to think and acknowledge and recognize, put the spotlight on those who matter the most. And, of course, that's our listeners. Thank you for those who are listening to my voice now live with the broadcast or those, many of you, that go back and listen to the replay podcast. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Your support truly means everything. Please continue to tune in with us each and every week as we present a new episode and also continue to tell family and friends and your colleagues about our program. In fact, most of our listeners are referred by other listeners and we love it that way. So continue to tell family and friends and do use the hashtag LTA radio on your favorite social media outlet right now as we speak. Well, everyone, it is now time for our signature in the news. And this is the segment of the show where we highlight the top trending news going on. And it's been a very busy, busy day. A quick housekeeping note, Let's Talk America Radio has collaborated with the one and only SCB TV channel 180 on the Charter Network out of Georgia. There we present the televised edition of In the News. Now, if you happen to live in Austin, Texas, and you're thinking, well, I'm not near Georgia, no worries. Of course, websites and the Internet make everything digital and accessible. Please visit www.ltaradio.com and click on the Vimeo link to view our televised edition. Also, great news, we've collaborated with the same network, SCB TV Channel 182, on the Charter Network out of Georgia for a brand new show called The Dose. It's a health show that brings awareness and education to so many different disease states out there. You're going to love it. So visit LTARadio.com for more information. Well, everyone, it is now time for our signature in the news. Let's get to the news because a lot has been going on. Military fatalities in the Far East. Now, according to some reports, an entire hour passed before the crew of a container ship reported its collision with a U.S. destroyer in Japan, raising even more questions about the sequence of events that ultimately led to the death of seven American sailors. The USS Fitzgerald collided with the Philippine flag container ship ACX Crystal off the coast of Yukasaki, Japan, early Saturday morning, according to the U.S. Navy. The Japanese Coast Guard is refusing to explain why the distress call from the container ship came an hour after the crash, telling media outlets that details of the incident are still under investigation. In the news, deadly Seattle shooting. A Seattle community is mourning the loss of a pregnant mother of four after she was shot and killed by Seattle police during a confrontation with officers. It's reported that 30-year-old Charlena Lyles pulled one or more kitchen knives on police during an incident this past Sunday. Police sources say the officers did not have tasers on them at the time of the fatal shooting, but they did have a less-than-lethal weapon, which has not yet been specified. 
Family members are saying Lyles had mental health issues and which they claimed was reported to authorities at another time just weeks ago. We will keep you posted as more details emerge. And finally, in the news, mistrial for Cosby. The high-profile case involving well-known entertainer Bill Cosby ended in a mistrial over the weekend. Cosby was accused of aggravated indecent assault. Now, prosecutors have announced they will retry this case. The presiding judge has said he will try to schedule the new trial within 120 days. A mistrial was declared on Saturday after the Pennsylvania jury was unable to come to a unanimous decision. We will keep you posted on this very high-profile court case. Now, what are your thoughts on any of these trending news stories? We'd love to hear from you. Join us on Twitter to share those thoughts, or tweet those thoughts, rather. The handle on Twitter is S.S. Thornton. The handle on Twitter is S-S-T-H-O-R-N-T-O-N. Please join us, and we do follow back. Well, everyone, in mere seconds, we will be right back on with the broadcast you want to hear, okay? Remember, let's talk about America Radio delivers the news, the talk, and the music you want to hear. There's so many different programs out there, and a lot of the times we only like one part of it, and not most of the time, maybe no part of it at all. But we believe you can be informed in a very engaging manner. After all, information and knowledge is key. Stay with us. You're listening to Let's Talk America Radio. Hi, this is College Senior at the College of Worcester, Brenda Corr, and you're listening to Let's Talk America Radio with Shana Thornton. Welcome back, everyone. It is now time for our Inspirational Corner, and this is where we highlight one motivational statement intended to get you through your work week, okay, or your retirement week, whatever you have going on for this week. And it comes from the one and only Albert Einstein, who once said, if you can't explain it simply, you don't understand it well enough. Again, the one and only very renowned scientist, Albert Einstein, once said, if you can't explain it simply, Simply, you can't don't understand it well enough. And you know what? Those words certainly speak for themselves. There's a lot of information out there, right? And we are to retain it, use it. But we don't have to make things very complicated. We don't have to over-explain it. And often we overthink processes, right? So when things are very clear-cut and they're productive, well, it should be easy enough to explain it not only to ourselves but other individuals. After all, it is about teaching and sharing information. So if you've got a a lot going on. It seems to be busy drama. It's a lot of cloudiness. Maybe it's time to clear the air, no matter what part of the life we're talking about. Okay, everyone? Well, we are going to clear the air. We are talking to the one and only Dr. Field, and he's known for putting out advice that everyone wants to hear, right? Well, let's talk America Radio. We turn the tables, and we're asking him about his own personal battle with type 2 diabetes. This is such an important health segment. If you're a type 2 diabetic or if it runs in your family, if it's someone you love has it, or if they've been told they are pre-diabetic, you have to, you need to listen to this upcoming exclusive interview with Dr. Phil. He offers some great advice, and it's the type of advice that you need in your life right now. We're putting the spotlight on your health, and who better to have it with than the one and only Dr. Phil. Stay with us. We're back on in mere seconds with Dr. Phil. You're listening to Let's Talk America Radio. This is Atlanta-based gospel singer Davina Williams. You can find me at www.davinawilliams.wix.com slash gospel singer. And you are listening to Let's Talk America with host Shane Thornton. Yeah. 
Welcome back, listeners, to your national award-winning news talk program, Let's Talk America. Well, of course, here on the program, we put the spotlight on the people and issues you want to know more about. Now, best-selling Arthur and host of TV's number one daytime talk show, Dr. Phil, is known for dispensing his unique brand of advice, and we love it. But what you may not know is that he is one of the nearly 28 million Americans who have type 2 diabetes. He's been managing his condition for more than 25 years and is very passionate about sharing his experience with others living with this condition. Here now to talk about the psychological barriers to managing a chronic health condition is Dr. Phil, along with Dr. Pamela Kushner, a board-certified family physician. Welcome both of you to Let's Talk America Radio. Well, good afternoon. How are you? I am awesome. Honored to have you both on. Dr. Phil, uh, many of us didn't realize you were a type 2 diabetic. Tell us about your journey. Well, you know, I got diagnosed over 25 years ago, and it kind of uh, came out of the blue for me. I was finding myself in the middle of the afternoon just really crashing and uh, energy-wise. And, you know, sometimes you get a little sleepy after lunch, but it was way more than that. So I went to my doctor, and he said, you know, you do have type 2 diabetes. And he said, "Uh, this is not something that we can cure but it is something that you can manage, but it's going okay. to be with you the rest of your life, and it's 24-7, but it is manageable. You can minimize it. And so I've spent the next 25 years really studying and coming up with ways to manage this disease. Oh, wow. So what a great attitude about a health condition so many Americans and individuals abroad have. What exactly is your plan to manage your type 2 diabetes? <clears throat> Well, actually, I've worked out a a six-step plan. I've partnered with AstraZeneca, and we've created this website called onitmovement.com. Okay. I've put together kind of six steps of what I've learned across 25 years, and it all centers around getting with your healthcare professional, like Dr. Kushner, who's here with me today, and making them the center of a treatment team that you build a plan around to actively man- and it's important that you become a member of that treatment team but that you actively manage this disease physically mentally emotionally psychologically every possible way and it really is something that you can do if you just apply yourself to it Dr. Phil, you know a lot about psychology. When we talk about diabetes, um, with so many other health conditions mm-hmm. affecting the body, it, a lot of it is emotional and mental for people. And I've met individuals out and about in the community reporting, and a lot of times they don't want to hear this news, even when it's something like type 2 diabetes or other conditions. And some people go into a bit of a denial. I've heard individuals say, well, you know, that's what the doctor's saying. I'm not really buying into that. What would be your advice for those who are struggling to accept the reality? Well, look, you're exactly right. A lot of people want to deny this, but reality is what it is. Your your blood chemistries don't lie. Your your lab reports don't lie. And the faster you embrace this, the better you're going to have uh, in terms of outcome. Because as Dr. Kushner will attest, this disease, unmanaged, can really create some complications aside from the type 2 diabetes itself. So the faster you get this under control and the better you keep it under control, the fewer complications you're going to have in other parts of your your health. So you've got to acknowledge this, 
accept it, wrap your head around it, and get active in managing it. Wow. Dr. Kushner, I want to turn my sights to you, of course, a board-certified medical doctor. Um, Dr. Phil explained it. You know, there are people that get in denial of it, but I've got to ask you as a medical expert, you know, there may be people who have got the diagnosis, the lab work back, but they haven't followed up with the doctor. Why is it so important to make sure we're addressing this and seeing our physician about diabetes? Shana, the reason it's so important is because this is a chronic progressive condition. And if you ignore it, then even worse complications can happen. There are some serious things like um, heart disease, other cardiovascular disease, kidney disease, nerve damage, even vision changes. So the best way to manage this type of condition is to not ignore it. Meet with your healthcare professor your healthcare professional, your diabetic okay. educator, and come up with a specific individual goal designed for you based on your patient characteristics, based on your history and any other problems that you may have. And then once you have that individual goal, now you can strive to reach that goal. And oftentimes, small steps make a huge difference. So. What's very special and really an opportunity with type 2 diabetes, which is not in a lot of other conditions, is that you can have a lot of, a very active role as a patient in having active lifestyle with exercise, healthy diet, so that you can work along with your clinician and with your team that you help create to have a better outcome. So the onitmovement.com gives some very good, tangible suggestions so that people can approach this with a positive attitude. And I think you bring up a very good point. Why do people ignore that they have this condition? Well, there's a social stigma. You can't look at someone and say you have it, you don't have it. You make the diagnosis based on blood tests. And unfortunately, with type 2 diabetes, and this is often very not recognized, is this a condition that can exist for 5, 10 years before you get diagnosed? Oh, wow. So you want to know the risk factors. You want to know if you have some of these symptoms, and you want to get diagnosed as early as possible so you can get on it. So important. And often I hear the word progressive. They'll say diabetes can be a progressive disease. What exactly does that mean, Dr. Kushner? What it basically means is that when a person has type 2 diabetes, there are a whole range of physiological changes that happen in different organ systems and even in the blood vessels. So these changes will progress, but there is some evidence to show you can not have as rapid of a progression if you can manage this condition. And what can harm it is having those blood sugars get out of control because what happens in type 2 diabetes is the insulin no longer works properly in the body. Okay. So what that means, and what that means in real words is that you have blood sugar in the bloodstream. It can't get into the cells. If it can't get into the cells, how are you going to get the energy to have everything work in your body oh, wow. the way it's supposed to? Wow, what a great point. That's why it's so important to make sure we're seeing our physician. Dr. Phil, I will close with you. Obviously, you have been on this journey uh, for 25 years. Uh, I'm sure it's been an amazing journey. You've learned a lot along the way about the disease. How critical is it to have a supportive network of uh, spouses, partners who are on board with our plan for diabetes type 2? I think it's everything. Uh, you know, the old saying, it takes a village, is, is really true. And I think it begins with your health care provider. Uh, I think you get your doc, but let me tell you, it gets down to your spouse, 
your friends. Okay. I'm from the South, and my mother, okay. uh, she loves you with food. You know, you'd come home <laughs> and you'd coconut cream pie and fried chicken and mashed potatoes. <laughs> And you had to, you just had to get through to her. Hey, look, that, you're not loving me with this. You're crippling <laughs> me with this. And so you got to educate and get everybody around you in your network to recognize. Listen, he has special challenges here, and okay. we they don't have to change the whole world, but we just have to give him some healthy alternatives. And once they understand, once you have that team around you, then you're in good shape. And that's so important. It's about being in the best shape we can be, uh, even when it comes to type 2 diabetes. Dr. Phil, where can our national and international listeners go for more information? Well, here's the thing. Go to onitmovement.com, and you're going to find some things there that are really timely for summer, for example, because, look, we're humans. We're going to yes. fall off the wagon, and so I'm telling people there that Absolutely. summer, recognize that you're going to have some high-temptation situations. Make a plan for dealing with them. Redefine your rewards. Recognize that while a banana split might be a big reward for somebody else, for you it's not because it's going to make you feel okay. crummy for two or three days. And right. understand when you fall off the wagon, tomorrow's a new day. Don't feel guilty. Just start over. It's a new day. It's a fresh start. And you're going to get all of that and a whole lot more at onitmovement.com. All more. Let's be the healthiest we can be. Thank you, Dr. Phil and Dr. Kushner, for joining us on Let's Talk America Radio. Thank you. Bold Favor Magazine is the leadership lifestyle magazine highlighting bold people, organizations, and causes that inspire us to live fearlessly. Feature your business to our email list of 250,000 people all over the globe and on our engaged social media platforms. Bold Favor prides itself on pairing your business with empowering articles and profiles to ensure you are seen and appreciated by people who want to support you. And bonus, advertise with us to feature your product on television programs produced by our parent company at no additional cost. Visit BoldFavorMagazine.com or call 866-611-3753 to get started today. The future favors the bold. Be fearless. Welcome back, listeners, to your national award-winning news talk program, Let's Talk America. Of course, here on the program, we put the spotlight on those issues that concern you and what matters more than your health and all that comes with that. And, of course, millions of individuals are beating cancer more than ever. And with survivors, there comes a lot emotionally and physically with that. Now, I don't need to tell many of you that there is benefits of cosmetic surgery after cancer treatment. Of course, patients vary, and everyone has a choice with that. But to talk about those options, Right now, I'm so excited and honored to have plastic surgeon Dr. Ben Strong of Atlanta on with us. Dr. Strong, welcome to the program. Hi, thanks for having me. Oh, very excited to have you on. This is a topic we have not touched on. We've touched on cancer a lot, but uh, many individuals, for some reason, they don't get into the conversation of life after it, right? We just assume that everything goes on. But I know you know as a plastic surgeon, there is a lot emotionally that can stand with survivors of cancer, right? Absolutely. Um, you know, so a lot of these cancers can, you know, are surgically treated and can be horribly disfiguring uh, and take an emotional toll on somebody's self-confidence uh, following all these treatments, and not to mention how bad chemotherapy and radiation therapy can be on, 
you know, the quality of the tissues of, of the body after after all these treatments. And I know a lot of individuals hear the word plastic surgery and they're not maybe familiar with it. They're saying, well, you know, that's necessarily to look younger and to um, want to appear a lot thinner than what they are. But here we're talking about something very serious. Cancer is life-threatening. And these individuals can have things such as thyroid cancer or a throat cancer, things that can really disfigure who that person used to resemble. <clears throat> well, certainly, um, and particularly throat cancers in particular, uh, um, you know, they can, depending on the stage, they can require huge surgeries with huge reconstructive efforts, yeah. uh, not only to mention along with ra uh, post-operative radiation and chemotherapy um, to get the absolute highest or potentially highest cure rates. Wow. And, of course, this uh, we're talking about cosmetic surgery, but I think, as you mentioned at the top of the segment, it's so much uh, deeper than that because we're talking about survivors who uh, clearly have fought the, the battle of their life when you're talking about any form of cancer and then uh, wanting to have that confidence to look like perhaps what they did before because they have survived it. Now, tell me this. How fulfilling is it for you? You're obviously um, a board-certified plastic surgeon, um, renowned within your own right. How is it uh, for you to be a part of the process of healing? Because I'm going to use the H word, doctor. It is a part of their healing process. Would you agree? Oh, certainly. Um, I mean, there's the whole mental and emotional aspect to healing from these diseases, no matter what disease or cancer you're talking about. Um, you know, and after, you know, they find out, let's say they're in remission from, you know, a cancer diagnosis. Well, you know, um, they're very thankful for the, the, the you know, uh, remission diagnosis, but, yeah. um, you know, a lot of times that, you know, for instance, I treat a lot of skin cancer patients in my practice. Okay. Um, and, uh, you know, those things, if, uh, even small ones can be horribly disfiguring on the face. Um, and so, you know, they can lack self-confidence afterwards. And it's, a lot of it's just getting your self-confidence back. Yes, and of course the healing process is, is physical, but it is emotional as well. Now, I have to ask this, you know, and, and I'm just being very sincere, and you know this being a plastic surgeon. Uh, we have seen uh, very high-profile celebrities, if you will, have uh, some plastic surgery procedures done, and it hadn't come out so great. And I think what comes from it is people will say, well, their face looks overstretched. It looks overpulled, if you will. Uh, tell us mm -hmm. how plastic surgery has evolved in the last five to seven years where it can look more natural if you will, because I think uh, that's why some people hear the word and they say, no, thank you, because they don't want to look as artificial, doctor. Oh, sure. I mean, you know, I tell patients all the time, I mean, that's certainly something that, that, that they bring up in most consultations is I just want to look natural. I just want to look natural. Absolutely, and, yes. um, you know, I, I say to them, just because somebody has fame and celebrity and money doesn't mean they make good decisions on choosing their <laughs> surgeon. Um, and, you know, a lot of surgeons can get notoriety and fame, but not necessarily um, have the techniques or, or, you know, the specific knowledge to get, uh, you know, the best outcomes. Uh, you know, for instance, um, around 1991, the deep plane facelift was invented, um, and uh, very few surgeons worldwide are even trained in it, and pretty much that's all I do are deep plane facelifts. Okay. If you go look at the before and afters from anybody who does perform a deep plane facelift, um, they look totally natural, and, and, you know, when you show patients how good they can actually look, well, you say, look, you know, look at the between the before and after. Um, you know, you wouldn't be, you wouldn't say the after looks unnatural, but it's a dramatic effect. Um, and a lot of human beings, most human beings, are are not all that observant. So, you know, ultimately, the vast majority of people who get cosmetic surgery, particularly good facial cosmetic surgery, 
they just live among us and you don't know. Um, all, all we, all we shine the light on is when somebody has a horrific outcome or people want to talk about Joan Rivers and Kenny Rogers, Mm -hmm. um, you know, several, many celebrities or not many, but the few celebrities who have had bad cosmetic surgery. Um, but that doesn't mean just because you're going to, you undergo these procedures that you're going to look unnatural. Absolutely. There's certainly options out there, and as you pointed out, um, every plastic surgeon is different as well with their own specialty. I do want to note to the listening audience, Dr. Benjamin Strong is dual board certified in head and neck surgery and, pl- and facial plastic and reconstructive surgery, and he completed his fellowship under one of the most nationally renowned plastic surgeons um, in the world. So you know a lot about this. Tell us this. Uh, when we talked about cancer patient survivorship, which is important, but also uh, individuals have not gone through cancer um, how does the body naturally progress? Because I hate to admit it, but the truth is that our face uh, seems to change over time, doctor. Explain why. Well, uh, the, the, the main reason that your face changes over time is because of gravity. Um, uh, and then also, you know, how well your skin is protected against, you know, really damaging agents like the sun. Um, you know, most people when they're young and particularly in their teens, they're not thinking about aging gracefully. Um, and so, you know, they'll be out there sun tanning and going to tanning beds just to try and look better, um, but they don't realize the deleterious effects that the, that the sun and tanning beds can have on them. Uh, you know, typically everything just sort of starts drooping, uh, starting in the 30s even, you know, particularly the eyelids start drooping in the 30s. Um, and, you know, you, you, you basically, you know, whenever you see a problem that bothers you, that's when it's time to consult with somebody to see what the options are. Um, and as far as, you know, afterwards in the healing process, well, I mean, if you go just look up wound healing online, it's very basic. Wound healing occurs over a one-year period, um, and these are not instantaneous results. They take time to, you know, to formulate. And um, I, I tell my patients, hey, you know, look, I, I have the fastest, most mini, best facelift available out there, but, you know, don't plan any major life event for a month. Give me at least a month. Um, you know, no weddings, no graduations, uh, et cetera. Um, and even then there's still going to be swelling going on. So, you know, any, any plastic surgeon or any, really any surgeon who does, you know, surgical procedures is going to say, you know, everything occurs over a one year period. So we don't really judge our final results till a year. Um, and my facelifts, even though they look better at six months at a year, they even look better. So, um, you know, and you could look at the before and afters and sort of see that. So, um, it's it's a long process, and, there, and you have to be committed to the process. Uh, there's no getting around the process. If I had some sort of magic bullet or wand, I, I would be retired and not be doing surgery anymore. Wow, it's such important to note. I do want to bring up, the, as you know, there have been some high-profile cases in the news of individuals getting procedures done that should have been done by board-certified plastic surgeons, but some individuals, unfortunately, took the cheaper route, if you will, and we know budget and money certainly does matter to most Americans, but they've had some very um, unsafe procedures done, and I'm sure you've seen some of those have ended fatal. Dr. Strong, how important is it that individuals uh, continue to look at plastic and cosmetic surgery as something that medically needs to be done and not looking for individuals online offering cheaper options? Because it can be so dangerous. Yeah, I mean, starting from a base perspective, you know, I would I would never market myself on a you know something like Groupon, for instance. Um, and then you know you're hitting on a very touchy subject with me in particular, which is called you know truth in advertising laws. Um, and for instance, I'm in Atlanta, Georgia, 
Um, and in, you know, in Georgia, for instance, you, don't, you can say you're board certified, but you don't have to list the board you're certified by. Um, and so it can become very, very confusing to consumers uh, as to who's credentialed, who's truly board certified, and what their training wow. actually is. Whereas in, for instance, California, if you say you're board certified in, you know, in let's say, facial plastic surgery, well, you have to list the boards that you're certified by. Um, you know, there are facial plastic surgeons, or I'm sorry, uh, oral surgeons who, you know, are, are, you know, saying they're facial plastic surgeons, and there's OBGYNs doing, you know, aesthetic spas and procedures and, and, and quit That's doing right. what their primary specialty is. Um, and then, you know, even further, you know, beyond, uh, you know, American-trained doctors, well, then you get into sort, sort of this medical tourism issue. And even though there can be good surgeons in foreign countries, uh, that's extremely hard to Absolutely. vet, let's say, because, yeah. um, you know, their, their standards for certification and the boards are just different. different than ours. Yeah, um, and I and, think that's important you know, to say, because I, I do want to bring up, because we've heard these stories I've reported on. It's been very uh, disturbing and heartbreaking. I think it's important as consumers and patients that we look at cosmetic procedures. This is medical, right? It's not to be taken lightly. Yeah, this is not getting your hair cut. And, yeah. and, I, and, I, and I, we, our reality TV shows, particularly the ones that focus on plastic surgery, um, really do a disservice to the general population, in my opinion. Um, they make it seem like you can go in and get all this crazy work done and then walk out the next day looking perfect. Wow. Um, and that's just not reality. Um, and, you know, a lot of it's just purely marketing efforts in the industry, I mean, everybody wants no downtime, this, that, and the other, and um, they don't want to hear the realities. They want to hear. They, they want to be told what they want to hear, right? Like that makes sense, yes. and and that's not my style. But there are a lot okay. of doctors out there who who overpromise and then underdeliver. I understand. And I have to ask you this, Dr. Strong: Has there ever been a patient you turned away that just was not an ideal fit for a procedure? Oh, absolutely. Uh, I mean, it, it's. I sort of view myself as a technician for the most part, okay. um, and I don't try and oversell procedures to patients. I basically just have them describe what, what bothers them. Yes. Uh, and then, I, assuming I, I agree that I that it's fixable, it's something that's there that's actually present, um, and then we you know we can fix it. I offer the procedure that will will you know give them the best solution. But you know, I mean, I, I've had. I've had somebody who's floridly psychotic come in and fly from out of the state to see me, and it was just—it was a bizarre situation. Um, That—that's extremely, un, uh, you know, rare. But I see. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, but you have—you do have people who, I mean, body dysmorphic disorder is a real issue. Yes. Um, yes and is. we really do try to avoid operating on body dysmorphic disorder patients because it doesn't matter what result you deliver; they're never going to be Absolutely. happy. Absolutely. And I know we opened up the segment talking about cancer survivors, and now we've moved into um, non-cancer or non-life-threatening um, conditions that some people seek, of course, to say they just want to touch up some things to make them feel more confident. But I want to close on the significance and the role of being emotionally stable, right, um, with any medical procedure. I'm not a physician as you, but I would imagine that's very critical. <clears throat> oh, yeah, certainly. I mean, you know, the, one of the things I tell people when they come in to see me is, the only reason you should be getting a cosmetic procedure is for yourself. 
Okay. Not for your boyfriend, that. not for your husband, that. not for your friends, not for your right. family. If you are getting it for that reason, it's the wrong reason, and okay. we need to, you know, just stop the conversation at that point. Um, you know, and and then you know you 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 really people are getting these cosmetic procedures primarily because there's three reasons, particularly aging face. Um, one, they uh, you know they they feel good, they're healthy. We're living longer than we have, and um, they want to look as good as they feel, too. Yeah. Uh, the divorcee crowd, you know, kids leave the empty nesters, and there's a, a, a bimodal, you know, spike in, in divorce in the four, late 40s okay. and 50s. Um, and then three, to remain relevant in their occupation. You know, looks do mean something in your occupation, okay. and sometimes you don't feel tired, but people perceive that you're tired and okay. maybe taking responsibility away from you, and you feel threatened with your own job. Okay. Um, okay. So there's there's certainly healthy places to come from to get these procedures, and that's really what myself and most of my colleagues are looking for. Well, I love that. And before you close, of course, I have to ask this. We talk about the three pillars of health on this show, diet, exercise, and sleep. And even if someone's coming in for, hey, for their tummy tucks or things of that such, I would imagine you're still advocating for them to be the best fit as possible. Is that important? Oh, well, I mean, yeah, that, that goes hand in hand with your mental state as well. I mean, if you're getting good sleep, restful sleep, uh, you're exercising, you're increasing growth hormone secretion at night with exercise, uh, and diet certainly is, is translatable to how if you have a really high-fat, high-carbohydrate diet, you feel lethargic, and if you're eating healthier, you know, you get more energy and you feel better. So um, certainly... All of those things, ideally, I mean, if, if you're talking about an ideal situation, but, you know, we have people come in who are smokers, you know, and, and, and we have to, you know, counsel them against, you know, surgery or, you know, adverse outcomes just specifically because they're smokers. Um, so, but yes, I mean, in, in an ideal world, you always want your patients to be as healthy as possible. Exactly. It, it, also, it, it also makes the healing process faster. Yeah. Uh, it, it's just they, they, they just they just sail through it better than somebody who's not healthy, in my opinion. And one more reason to be as fit as possible as we can be. Dr. Strong, it's such an honor to have you on the program. You've opened our eyes and educated us on plastic surgery. Where can our national and international listeners go for more information you spoke about tonight? Oh, thanks. Yeah, we have, uh, well, I have three websites, but the main one, we, we, we have tons and tons of information. I spent a lot of time and energy and effort to try and educate the public through my website. Um, is at www.kalos-plasticsurgery.com. Um, and the office number is 404-963-6665. What an honor to have you on. Thank you for educating us. We have to have you back on the program. Thank you, sir. Hey, thank you very much. Have a good day. Welcome back, listeners, to your national award-winning news talk program, Let's Talk America. Well, of course, here on the program, we spotlight those trending issues that concern you, and I don't need to tell you that the weather is absolutely gorgeous, and that means it's time to get our hands dirty and get to digging, one of my favorite things to do. And millions of Americans are working in their yards and with a new age of young growers out there and seasoned gardeners working outside, trends including organic and garden uh, tangible edibles, if you will, are made easier with new cool innovations. I'm so excited right now to welcome back to the program the one and only television host, Joe Lampo. He joins us right now. And from my understanding, Joe, you are standing in the middle of a garden. Is this true? My garden, yes. Just north of Atlanta, ah. Georgia. I'm here. My home garden. I love it. 
I love that. Lucky, lucky, lucky you. Now, of course, you're known from all over, and you have a green thumb, just to be uh, kind about it, so much more than that. But uh, tell us, for those who want to have the same wonderful results and products as you, uh, what should we be doing? Yeah, and you know what? I started the same way everybody else needs to start, and then I just kept doing it and figuring out for my mistakes. One of the best and first things that you can do is just make sure you understand what growing region or growing zone you're in, and that's because not every plant around the country does as well in other parts of the country. So going online, for example, to uh, gardenclub.homedepot.com would be a good place, and you get your region information by putting in your zip code. Now you know the best plants that are going to work for that area of the country that you live in. So that helps you narrow down from a wide choice of plants. But that doesn't stop there. In fact, we're just beginning. But I love to tell people to focus on your soil. I think 90% of our challenges with gardening come from bad soil or great soil, right? So the thing with new gardeners is they worry that, well, how am I going to know to make that soil? Do I need a perfect recipe? No, you don't. You just go to the garden center, and you have so many options. So, for example, if you wanted to be an organic gardener, You've got organic, natural soil. You can buy by the bag or the bulk. miracle Grow has a great line of soil products for pretty much any application. So you've okay. got the soil. So now you know your region. You've got your plant that you know you're going to pick out. You've got your soil. And then, you know, are you going to do an edible garden? Or are you going to do a flower garden or a combination? Well, Bonnie Plants makes a, grows a ton of plants for the edible garden, whether it's fruits yes. or vegetables or herbs but they're available everywhere, and the quality is great. So you can pick some of those up, put them in a garden or in your pot, or if you wanted to do just flowers, you've got that option, or if you wanted to do a combination. But I love the Drop and Bloom brand that Vigro came up with because they can give you that color and mix those colors in a complementary way. For example, what I think looks good together may not look that good, but when you go and you buy these plants, they've already just figured that out for you. So now you can just drop this as is into a container. You can plant it in the container, or you can put it into your beds. But you've got great color, you've got the edibles, and you've got good soil, and you're putting your plants in the right region. So you're off to a great start. Wow. So you're off to a very good start. And thank you for pointing out something. I know it may be obvious to you being a master gardener, but for many of us, we say, well, wait a minute, my cousin had these grapes grow in San Jose. Why is it not working for me in Richmond, Virginia? But you're saying it is true that's not an urban myth that some plants can actually grow better in certain regions. Right. Called right plant, right place. Okay. Wow. And that's interesting to know. Now, I think a lot of novices think this, and I've been here, so I'm, and I, by no means am I an expert, but I think we undervalue how important water is for our garden. Uh, any advice on that? Absolutely. Water, more people kill plants from overwatering than underwatering, so having the right tools for that and doing it at the right time are really, really important. So, for example, I have a great quality hose, first of all, in my garden. And, you know, there's a lot of applications for how you water in the garden. Sometimes you need a stiff spray of water. Other times you need a gentle flow. So this is called the Canon by Orbit. And the the cool thing about this, one of them, there's seven applications of how you can deliver that water. So if you need a stiff glass of water, you got that. You turn the dial. You want a gentle flow, you got that. Let me just give you an example because there's another tool related to watering that comes first, and that's how you plant it. I use a soil knife. This is a hoary, hoary knife. Fiskars teamed up with Home Depot and created a version of this. It's been around for thousands of years. It's a great tool. But I use it all the time, especially for planting. But I'll dig a hole, 
And again, great soil makes digging a lot easier. So I've got okay. that. I put my plant in the ground, and then I cover it up. Super easy because of the knife and the soil. But now we're back to the watering. And so here, this is the point where you want a nice, gentle flow. So when you pull this back gently, you know, you can just ever so gently water that plant in, and then you periodically come back until it's established. But if you needed to fill a bucket, for example, you can blast that water in. It's not going everywhere, but you've got a nice, fast stream of water that's going to get the job done quickly. Oh, wow. If you need a good hose. I mean, you've got to have that, right? Or if you're space-challenged, you can get a flat hose that, that rolls up. That's 50 feet of hose inside of a small box. So that just shows you the tools that are out there. Wow. But on the, on the watering, even if you didn't want to be out there every day watering, nor should you, you could put that water in an <laughs> autopilot with an automatic battery-operated timer and, and yes. just set it to come on a couple times a week and not worry about it. It makes gardening easier, and it just kind of takes the stress and the worry out of it, and it just adds to yes. the success level. Well, I love that. And before you leave us, I have to bring this up. Of course, our gardens can have lots of things in it, from uh, beautiful flowers, plants, to edible foods. Of course, the farm-to-table movement has taken off throughout many parts of our nation and has had such an impact on the way we dine um, out if we're at home or in restaurants. What are your tips for planting and maintaining an edible garden? Because this is a, a big topic at my house. It's a huge topic everywhere. People are wanting to take more control over the food that they eat. And yeah. let's face it, a lot of the food that we consume comes from a garden. But if you don't grow it yourself, how do you really know the process of how it got to the farm to the table? So for people starting out, you don't want to be overwhelmed. You don't want to take on too much at one time, sort of dip okay. your toe into the water. But I always like to start people off with herbs because herbs are so forgiving. They don't require full sun. They don't take up okay. a lot of space. They're typically pest and disease resistant, and you use herbs with your food probably more than anything else because it just enhances the flavor of everything, and you can have great success in your garden by starting out with herbs, and you get that confidence going, and then you can expand to different types of things like cucumbers or squash, of course, tomatoes. None of that is really hard, but it helps to start out with a little bit of confidence. But even yes. if you make mistakes, whether it's with the herbs or something more ambitious, as long as you learn from your mistakes, that's Absolutely. golden. I make wow, mistakes every day, and I'm proud of it, you know. The wow. key is to learn from your mistakes. What a great attitude, not just for uh, keeping a beautiful and productive garden, but, Joe, also for life itself in general. Before you leave us, where can our national and international listeners go for more information, even if they're a novice gardener or they have uh, mastered it, but we can still learn more? Where should they go? Go to gardenclub.homedepot.com because you'll have lots of that information, everything I talked about, and so much more right there at that one site. Joe, always a pleasure to have you on Let's Talk America Radio. Thank you, too. This is Renita Mitchell-Blackwell, editor-in-chief of Old Favor Magazine, and you are listening to Let's Talk America with host Shana Thornton. Stay tuned in, America. Welcome back, everyone. Well, this is a wrap for Let's Talk America Radio for this week. But stay with us, same time, same place next week, okay? We'll be back on with a live broadcast on Tuesday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. And if you want more information about our upcoming shows or previous guests on our shows that have already aired or more information on the production team or myself, 
simply visit www.ltaradio.com. One-stop shop, ltaradio.com. Well, of course, we highlight the trending news. We love great talk, and we love inspirational music. And tonight, I'm so excited to present the music of the one and only Tennessee-based vocalist, Michelle Johnson. The name of this track is Walk With Me. Walk With Me by Michelle Johnson. Check out her music. Her first name is actually spelled M-E-C-H-E-L-L-E, and Johnson is the last name. Thank you for all of the musical submissions. Keep them going. If you ever want to get in contact with us, ask a question, visit LTARadio.com, LTARadio.com, and there you can leave us messages, make submissions, suggestions. We would love to hear from you. And always remember to use the hashtag LTA Radio. The music of Michelle Johnson will close us out. Have a phenomenal week. And remember, tell a friend about Let's Talk America Radio. Let's Talk America Radio is an entity of Pageant and Thomas Enterprises, LLC. All content original, copyright 2017. For more information, please visit www.ltaradio.com.